dispensing cannabis business knowledge beyond a million square feet of cultivation space. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Blunt Business, harvested by Strainwise Consulting. Together, we will navigate the challenges and opportunities of one of the most profitable industries on earth. Join us each episode to hear our weekly roundtables and interviews with industry professionals. Now, let's delve into some blunt business with your host, Sean Eubanks. Thanks for joining us and welcome to Blunt Business. I'm your host, Sean Eubanks of Strainwise Consulting. And on our show today, we have Serge Chistoff, financial partner of Honest Marijuana Company. The Honest Marijuana Company eco-friendly cannabis growery is leading the forefront in the sustainable marijuana cultivation movement. Based in Oak Creek, Colorado, Honest Marijuana Company utilizes organic growing methods to produce only the finest eco-conscious cannabis products. Their marijuana is also packaged in earth-friendly recyclable tin cans with pure nitrogen to ensure only the highest levels of integrity and quality. The company's vision was to cultivate only the healthiest, high-quality marijuana for the user and has used this vision to drive every single aspect of their growing operation. Serge Chistoff is the financial partner of Honest Marijuana Company, which utilizes all natural cultivation methods to produce only the finest organic and eco-conscious products. Um, Serge, welcome to the show. Guys, thank you for having me on. Absolutely. So you are the financial partner for Honest Marijuana Company. You guys are very close to, uh, for those um, not familiar with Colorado, very close to Steamboat Springs. So what a beautiful place to live and cultivate out there. Oh, absolutely. Nothing like uh, growing uh, good quality organic bud in the mountains. Uh, fantastic uh, place uh, to visit in the winter. People come for the winter, but staying for the summer. It's magnificent. Yeah. And so when did you guys get started? When did the company start? Originally, the plan for the company was uh, originated in 2013 uh, with us applying for all the necessary licensures in 14 starting the uh, construction of the building and uh, some infrastructure. And uh, realistically, the first seeds went into the ground by the beginning of 2016. Okay. Wow. What a tremendous success story you are then. You're already in 18 dispensaries. We'll get to that in a second. But um, how big is your facility and, and, and how many cultivation centers do you have? Right now, uh, the facility has approximately 8,500 square foot of the um, grow space. We have uh, um, an extraction and concentrate lab and also have some packaging and uh, obviously uh, management. So I I would say around 10,000 square foot is the entire footprint. It's not huge. It's not smallest, but it's just enough for us to do what we planned and set up to do, which is to grow the most uh, user-friendly, uh, clean, organic cannabis, something that we as a consumer are very proud of and uh, find very uh, large number of the like-minded individual that feel the same way about everything that we're putting out there. Wow. And so if you're only using 10,000 square feet, I mean, how are you serving 18 dispensaries across Colorado? <laughs> That's a very good question. Um the difference between our process and processes and a lot of growth out there is just like you briefly managed. We're able to recognize cannabis as a perishable uh, flower, which it is. And uh, to answer our consumer's demand, we developed a system which allows us to preserve <clears throat> uh, to preserve uh, freshness of the flower in the special conditions in the fully oxygen-free, nitrogen-filled uh, tin cans 
which uh, gives us an opportunity to control our inventory and movement of the product to the dispenser into the distribution chain more precise with less losses. Um, Colorado, as you know, is a very mountain state, so it's a very dry um, humidity in some cases down to 20% um, relative humidity, which makes uh, that moist filled flower very, very bone dry and sometimes secondary in quality in a matter of the couple of days if not properly uh, preserved. So that is the issue that we um, contributing to the technological innovations and something that gives us an opportunity to uh, preserve and deliver on a timely fashion with a very limited losses to our retail partners, of course. Okay, and so are you storing cannabis at the grow or are you just, because you're, you're, you're getting a longer shelf life. Is Absolutely. That, is, how does that uh, the idea work? is not so much to get a longer shelf life. Uh, that it is a one of the solutions, but as you know, THC, which is the primary aspect of why we're in this business, um, and uh, the rest of the cannabinoids, which form the unique flavor and taste of each individual flower we grow, uh, is, uh, has a couple of the natural enemies. And some of these uh, natural enemies are light, huge one. If the flower exposed to light, deterioration is happening in a matter of uh, weeks rather than, uh, rather than months. Uh, we're talking about fluctuations in the temperature. And, of course, oxygen of uh, potency and overall uh, proper combination of the cannabinoids in a particular strain would be effects of oxygen. So, for us, we're able to eliminate all three of these uh, factors of destruction by placing properly trimmed and cured bud into the cavity of the tin can food grade tin can and flush it with a liquid nitrogen right before sealing it, which creates an oxygen-free environment, which is completely dark for the flower and uh, uh, does not affect, and it's not being affected by the fluctuations of the temperature due to the fact that it is, has some basis and has th some nitrogen filter or filler for the bud inside of the can. So that gives an opportunity. I mean, I'll give you an example. We, uh, for the experimental purposes, kept uh, some of our first harvests, which were, if I'm not mistaken, beginning of the summer last year. And most recently, on the yearly anniversary, we opened these cans and uh, the flower was just like we cured and packaged it la um, last week. So wow. the, results, the results are absolutely fantastic. But not only preservation and the benefits for uh, moving the product and wholesale environment, but also for the consumer, it's extremely important to know that each individual flower, just like each individual wine, has a very unique um, combination of terpenoids on top of the cannabinoids. And the terpenes are little uh, tiny ethers that are very, um, they fly fast. They fly in the room temperature. And if you can smell whatever you know is the smell of cannabis, it means that some of the terpenoids actually left the flower and right now, they in your nostrils allow you to process this information by your brain. So by definition, you're losing some of them as a part of regular deterioration of the plant. What, what is interesting is that the modern science shows that each um, plant differs in a medical or recreational benefit, which in the simple terms, we can call it a different uh, impact on you, a different high. 
based on that unique combination of the percentages of the cannabinoids, certain amount of THC to certain amount of CBD and so on, so forth, but mainly by addition of those unique terpenoids and their percentage concentration to one another. So in other words, if you're not preserving the unique bouquet of each flower, it will very soon will transform into something else rather than what you grew, spending so much time and effort to grow it organically, nevertheless. Makes no sense to us. We want our customer to have the same exact experience as we have, but we have a growery on the back on the backbone, and we, are, we can go and try the newest, the freshest, or the most... Uh, uh, properly cured, just coming out of from the sea vaults. And the uh, consumer most likely does not have that privilege because by the time he finds it in his Trinidad or Denver location, the product already been packaged and repackaged a couple of times, been opened and closed in the container for the uh, introduction or show to the customers. And of course, at the end of the day, we'll lose some of that unique uh, terpenoid and flavonoid content that we would like each customer to be able to have an access to. Yeah, it's interesting you bring that up. I completely agree with you on that. You you can have degradation in so many different manners. If you you can take Blue Dream, for example, one of the most popular Colorado strains. Yes. From you know fifty different cultivation centers, it's going to have it. It's going to it's going to smoke entirely different, like fifty Absolutely. different strains. Absolutely. And one of the reasons uh, Blue Dream terpenoid content um, has uh, some of the alpha pinenes, which are uh, very volatile and can, like I said, they will fly at the very low temperature. So if you can take uh, if you can take uh, Blue Dream and allow the alpha pinenes to fly, what you normally end up having is, is a majority of the sedative effect of like a myrcene, which is a heavier terpene, which affects your body a little bit more couch potato-like, let's put it in a simpler term, which makes it a little bit drunker. So you're losing disadvantages of the sativa benefits of a little bit more uplifting cerebral effect, and you end up with having more of the down drunker effect that will not counteract it by the terpenes that are flown away. And because of that, you bought Blue Dream, but you might end up with a Kush simply because the composition of the flavonoids and terpenes changed while you took the product from the store. And obviously, if you did not preserve it correctly in your smoking environment, um, again, you bought Chardonnay and you end up having Pinot. And that's not something that consumer understands yet. I don't believe to the full extent of it, but this is really what's been happening in the distribution chains that we're familiar with. Yeah, you guys seem to be ahead of the game in that respect for sure. So, you know, 10,000 square feet total. Um, you've got a, an, an outstanding preservation method. It's unique. Uh, you're serving 18 dispensaries. How, how often do you harvest? Uh, we are on a continuous harvest uh, scenario where uh, we're harvesting approximately five, what can be an equivalent of five and a half, five to five and a half pounds of bud. Okay. And so are you shelling out about 150 pounds a month? I would say between 100 and 135 pounds of bud a month, yes. Okay. Outstanding. Outstanding. And then uh, are you looking to expand in the future? Are you guys going to add more cultivation space or what's the plan? 
Um, we believe right now that what we uh, have more expertise in right now is probably more technological approach of preservation, technology of uh, conserving the flower. Uh, some of the new and uh, patent pending applications of the concentrate and the delivery mechanisms. Also, our blunts is something that we're looking to expand in the different markets. Not necessarily through building a cultivation facilities, but more by collaborating with the like-minded growers uh, that like the most natural approach to cultivating flower and showing them how to optimize and how to preserve their flower to the extent of our expertise and knowledge. So customers in the different states and the different markets would have an access to style, composition and quality of the flower of honest marijuana without us necessarily having a physical presence. I don't know if that makes a lot of sense, but we realized that growing and applying for the licenses and really going through the process of the red tape with the local and state government probably takes the longest part of the and takes least amount of fun into the entire process. But now knowing what is that that we do and um, making and through mistakes that we made to get to where we are. I think our value to the different markets is more in our expertise and technology solutions rather than with us presently opening it up an additional 50,000 square foot warehouse in one of the states and trying to pump out as much flour as we possibly can. Great. On the next segment, we'll talk about organic marijuana and, and, the, and the progress you guys are making and how you're keeping uh, the integrity of that. We'll, we'll be right back. We need to take a quick break. We will be joined by Serge Christoph, financial partner of Honest Marijuana Company on the other side. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Running a successful cannabis business isn't easy. Successful businesses need to have strong people to achieve long-term results. At Live Advisors, we believe people are the heart of business, and training people can help you infinitely grow your business. Learn more about our offerings at liveadvisors.com. Are you disturbed by the prescription medication commercials on television and their endless list of side effects? They go on and on and you end up having to take multiple pills to counteract the problems caused by the first pill. It never ends. Have you looked into CBD as a more natural option? At Saturn Ranch, we produce all-natural CBD topicals and THC-infused edibles. Premium lab-tested hemp-derived CBD is the most important ingredient in our products. From topical bombs, salt scrubs, bath-soaking salts to tinctures and edibles, you're sure to find something to help. Family-owned and operated, we at Saturn Ranch believe in and use our products daily. Don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. SaturnRanch.com The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. I hope you didn't forget about us, because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to Blunt Business. I'm your host, Sean Eubanks of Strainwise Consulting. We've been talking to Serge Christoph, financial partner, Honest Marijuana Company. Welcome back, Serge. Hey, guys. So you you were, before the marijuana business, you have a background as an investment advisor, wealth management services. You also 
launched Surge Import, which is a business that imports and distributes exclusive vodka. So you're you have a tremendous amount of experience in other industries. What made you decide? All right, marijuana is the thing I'm going to do next. <laughs> uh, first of all, I'm a passionate uh, supporter of the industry for many many years. I believe in. Uh, um, I, I I'm a, I'm a history buff. I like uh, uh, things that are proven with time. And I respect something that uh, our society and uh, our culture have tested for many, many years. And obviously, if you're looking back into any aspect of medicine or any aspect of uh, culture of healing or treating uh, a disharmony in our bodies, you will uh, eventually, absolutely, with 100% guarantee, come across the fact that no matter which tribe your ancestry is coming from. It doesn't really matter where and what part of this beautiful planet you're coming from. In the past, either it was a shaman or a doctor or whatever it was called, the guy that was assembling you together after you broke your limbs or were wounded during the hunting expedition, this particular person had an access to this plant for a thousand years of the recorded history deny the importance of this flower in the culture of humans is absolutely impossible. There is a genetic traces that brings the flower from way before the ice age, coming from the Himalayan part of the world, and being spread not by anything, uh, just like other plants, not by birds, not by fish, not by eggs, not by flying, not by being spread out by wind, but necessarily mimicking and uh, trailing the expansion of the human race throughout the world. So there is no doubts in my mind that us as humans brought this plant from the place of origin to anywhere where we populate this planet. So obviously, if you put all of this together, right now, as we see a warming up of the policy um, of the United States towards the medicine, even on the state level, it is just too big of the opportunity to participate in something that is that widely proven does not need any introduction and simply will get an acceptance and uh, give people more education on the subject. It was an opportunity I just could not pass by. And so do you see people in the future using this on, on the medicinal side more, on the recreational side or both? I mean, where do you see, where does your passion lie? Uh, my, my personal belief, I do not differentiate the two. I mean, Sean, I mean, if you're looking to relax on wine at the end of the day, over 21 you want to call it recreational use i call it uh, stress control i call it uh, uh, a substitute to a lot of more dangerous substances that we as humans use for the same exact purpose so i don't believe that there is as a defined line as they would like to us to to discuss but um, i believe both will be out there obviously whatever us humans do some of us humans be used uh, I mean, it goes from water to alcohol to food to virtually anything. It's absolutely relevant. And, and on the same token, whatever us human use for spiritual or emotional or physical uh, medicinal benefit, I think it will be users that will discover the beautiful and magnificent effects of this flower that today rely heavily on chemicals and on the products that are mandated or publicly acceptable um, that create probably more negative than the benefit. The rest of it will come down to 
delivery mechanisms, uh, bioavailability. If you look at this plant more as a medicine, it's a little bit easier to understand how it's going to develop and take a part in that development. Serge, you seem to be a historian and you elegantly put that uh, just just really well. So if you don't mind, I'm going to kind of go a different direction with the questioning. If I make you feel uncomfortable, just say you don't want to answer. I was in Las Vegas last weekend and Mm -hmm. um, one of the the big NCIA uh, convention that happens every November is tremendous. It's incredible for the NCIA. It's incredible for the industry. Um, the gaming commission just come out and said, look, marijuana and gaming, not compatible you guys need to find some other place. So there, there's some resistance there. The distribution model in Los Angeles, Las Vegas has collapsed. Also the biggest, um, retail weekends they've ever had. They had obviously the fight, the Mayweather fight last week. But my, my question to you is you, you see these ec- other economic interests that are popping up and saying, listen, it is obvious that gambling and marijuana aren't compatible because you tend to have less vices when you are consuming the plant. Do you see any economic threats like that popping up, and, and do you see that as, as resistance that we might see in the industry? Uh, it's a good question, Sean. I, um, I'll go back and ask you the same question. Without the modern distribution um, uh, system and without existing um, dispensaries on the strip or around the strip, do you have any doubts in your mind that a visitor to the state of Nevada that wants to smoke pot will be able to smoke pot? Uh, mean, no doubt. They of will. course. I mean, we have this product available. Now, would, would the accessibility to the product on this trip will stop a gambler who came in there for the show, for the roulette table, and for the food, or for the nightlife to... Um, uh, would it stop him from gambling? I don't know. I believe that the industry of gambling by itself is looking to evolve just like any other industry in a modern world. I mean, today with the casinos being from online to virtually in every state in the Northeast, uh, they obviously numbers are not where they used to be. And, um, you know, the pie just become... Um, uh, same pie with just little smaller multiple slices, if you want to look at it this way. So to blame it on the pot, I think it's just a continuation of the same story, that pot is a gateway drug and everybody who smokes eventually end up with a needle in their arm. I don't subscribe to this belief. I believe that pot has a place to be on the same strip where alcohol is sold 24-7. I believe that pot has a place to be on the same place where drugs, uh, sleeping aids, and painkillers being sold uh, legally or illegally 24-7. I believe that pot has an opportunity to reduce some of these more dangerous vices without putting uh, a, a pot smoker into the position to have an access to the black market where outside of pot he might be exposed to something that m- more dangerous or less beneficial for his body. So I can argue both sides of this, Sean. I don't believe that cat goes back in the bag. Um, Nevada will work out their glitches. It is a state, not, not a big state, but with a tremendous amount of the traffic that comes for a specific reason. It's a playground of uh, United States. Um, and if the demand will continue to be there, which I believe it will, sooner or later they will figure out how have tourists uh, uh, have an ability to purchase whatever it is that, that they want to spend money on and tax and tax it properly, control it properly, so everybody in the chain of command from the state to the dispensary owners benefit from the legalization. 
And uh, in this case, money will be leaving the pockets of the cartels rather than rather than not being utilized by the states. For me, it's very simple. You tax it, you organize it, you control it. And that's something that states do so well. They understand and know how to. And we have so many other precedents in the different states of how to do it successfully or unsuccessfully, Colorado or California model. And um, that will be a positive economic impact to the state one way or another outside of just simple stuff like employment, opportunities, uh, use of the electricity, etc., which also being heavily taxed by the states. Um, it's a win-win, Sean, but all depends how you choose to look at it. Because if you're looking to see evil in it, uh, you can continue to with this old uh, um, reefer madness story that's been successfully sold to the population of this country for the last 70 years. Again, I don't believe cat is going back uh, in the bag and people learning and know about the subject way more today than they ever did. And with that, I'll leave this uh, for some politicians to discuss. <laughs> well said. I, I'm, I'm intrigued by it. I do want to follow what's going on in Nevada because I, one of the statistics that flies under the radar is the, uh, the dip in alcohol consumption since legalization happened in Colorado. Some estimates have it around 6%. And so when you apply that on a nationwide level, uh, it appears that Nevada is kind of um, trying to curb that. So we'll see We'll see how the competing interests uh, go because I think you would gamble less and I think you certainly would drink less alcohol um, if a viable cannabis option was there, meaning a, a two-to-one CBD, THC, um, just something that's friendlier, more consumption um, friendly for, for, for the average Joe, which is, which is here now but will we'll continue to spread. So I, I think it'll be interesting – and I, I have a feeling some smart people in Vegas are doing doing the numbers saying, you know what, let's stave this off. We don't need a 10% dip in alcohol, and we certainly don't need a 20% dip in gambling. So we'll see how it goes. Absolutely. All right, so we do need to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll be rejoined by Serge Christophe, financial partner of Honest Marijuana Company. During the break, check out their website, honestmarijuana.com. There's a tremendous amount of content, educational content, guys. Go to their website, honestmarijuana.com. We'll be right back. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Introducing 420 Cloud, ignited by MSIG, one of the fastest growing social apps around. The only app you'll need for all things cannabis. Find the latest cannabis news, videos, and stories, ranging from business and tech to sports and medicine. Start your career in cannabis by seeking, identifying, and applying for jobs through our expansive listings. For businesses, 420cloud.com features a full-scale cross-channel network, monetizing high traffic for big data conversion and analytics. Download 420 Cloud now from the iTunes Store or Google Play. MSIG.com is a publicly listed company on the OTC. Symbol MCIG. Introducing Blue Moon CBD straight from the bluegrass of Kentucky. With our special nano emulsion process, you'll not only get the best CBD available, you'll get more of it. Not all CBD is the same. It's your body. It's your choice. Get relief from inflammation, anxiety, and stress. Go to www.bluemoonhemp.com and use code HEMP420 for a 20% discount on your order. Balance your body. Balance your life. Make it Blue Moon CBD. Thousands affected by Hurricane Harvey urgently need support. Your donation can help the American Red Cross provide warm meals, shelter, and hope to these families. Please donate today. Go to redcross.org or call 1-800-RED-CROSS 
or text the word Hardy to 90999. Your support is critical. We cannot do it without you. I hope you didn't forget about us because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to Blunt Business. I'm your host, Sean Eubanks of Strainwise Consulting. We have been sitting with Serge Kristoff, the financial partner of Honest Marijuana Company. Welcome back, Serge. Hey, guys. So uh, you're already – I think the growth is incredible. 18 dispensaries is, is, is wonderful. Congratulations on that success. You guys have grown – Tremendously. Um, as far as products go, you don't own any, any dispensaries, right, Serge? No, we do not. Okay. So as far as products goes, you are just launched the um, Honest Blunt, which is the first ever hemp leaf cannabis cigar. Tell me about that. Oh yeah. Um, again, uh, looking at the as a cannabis as the uh, perishable, smokable, or otherwise uh, edible or consumable product. We reviewed who would have uh, much knowledge about utilization of such a product and obviously stumbled upon tobacco industry and start developing contacts and understanding of how they from cure to dry uh, using modern and new technologies and slowly but surely came to the fact that uh, we can retrofit um, some of the older uh, cigar equipment to be able to work with uh, our special tobacco, let's call it the sticky, sticky tobacco. And uh, spending a year or so in R&D, we were able to outsource and actually retrofit the machinery that we brought to Colorado. And working with some of the uh, tobacco manufacturers, we have found an opportunity in Europe to connect organic hemp growers with the matter of the uh, for former and current manufacturers of the tobacco wraps used in the cigar machinery manufacturing and combine the two, basically get rid of the nicotine and tobacco out of the wrap completely and making a wrap uh, main source of uh, cellulose, a main source of structure being uh, organic hemp, which gave us an opportunity. We're joking about it. It's like a male plant surrounding a female plant. And after running some of the experiments in Colorado, everybody loved the fact that a properly cured flower wrapped in a cigar gives you that beautiful dry pool where you can have an absolutely fantastic preview of what the smoke is going to be. It's not like a cone where you cannot really pull it until you light it up. It gives you that absolutely unique, slow, beautiful burn, which gives uh, uh, an abundant taste and flavor. And anybody, again, I'm from the East Coast, so Blanc is a big thing of my consumption, and this is something that I liked when I was a cigar smoker. Now, because I don't consume tobacco and nicotine is a big no-no for me, I was looking for an option for a lot of people that feel like myself, and the Honest Blunt was it. So today in the state, it is available in a nice cigar six-pack, uh, weighing roughly 0.8 of a gram, uh, in of the individual whole bud in the uh, f in the wrap, so six blunts, four point eight grams retail in a majority of the retail stores at fifty dollars. It's a very competitive price, knowing that price of the eight, of an eighth is around twenty five thirty five dollars. It's almost one and a half times that already wrapped, packaged, and also before we seal the pack, it's also been nitrogen flashed. 
So we're preserving the flower in rolled inside of the cigar in a nitrogen environment, which is kind of stepping on what the tobacco people are doing right now. So we are very excited about it. The replies from the customers are tremendous. Reorder rate puts us in a position where today, Sean, it's funny you asking me about it today already for some of the like-minded growers in the state that might be we, we might be needing to supplement our flour from because we simply will not be able to provide both the canned product of our own growth and uh, fill enough cigars to the demand by 140 150 pounds that we produce in Oak Creek so that's where we're at it's a fantastic product. If you're ever here in the state, please let me know. It will be our pleasure to share some of our own goodies with you. I know you're above 21, so it's fully legal for me in the state to do that. Uh, dispensaries right now, we just landed uh, LiveWell, uh, which has 10 recreational dispensaries in the state. And from what I understand, uh, uh, Native Roots are looking um, at, uh, at the product as we actually speak. So within the next month, our footprint from 18 dispensaries can be closer to 50. So that's kind of what uh, Honest Blunt have done for us as a company. That's incredible. As far as sourcing, you know, I mean, your 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 growing standards are so incredible. Organic marijuana. I would have to recommend Alpen Stash. They were on the podcast a couple of uh, weeks ago. Um, they're out of Boulder. That might be a good source. But I think the way you grow surge is just difficult right you guys are so pure um and, and so unique and, and and you're one of the few so i think sourcing for you to match the quality that you actually grow is probably going to be very difficult it is a, it is definitely a challenge sean but uh, you know what i gotta tell you when you know when you experience as a smoker the difference between the organic and hydro or chemically induced or infused products you will know very shortly. And a lot of people getting on that wagon. And for as long as the demand going to continue to grow, which we see in the state, organic uh, uh, cannabis demand is increasing. I believe more and more manufacturers will do the right thing and uh, switch ups from the commercial, widely available, just go, go, go kind of style into a little bit more uh, RMR, like care care and uh, personalized grow where the growers will know the ladies by name and this is uh, not not as rare as you think it's just the market being as competitive and overproduced on a just flower uh, does not leave enough room or enough capitalization for the growers to do what they like to but i think with us being able to bring an improved margins for the growers we will be able to source out just enough product to still keep it unique, healthy, organic, and uh, hopefully we will find manufacturers that have our passion and uh, we'll be able to work with them. Serge, I think a lot of people could benefit from you. I know you guys are very busy. You've got a lot of interest and you're focused on your product and your new products that you're rolling out. But have you considered consulting people on some of the environmental, environmentally friendly grow methods that you have? I mean, you guys you're you're tracking wastewater to a point you're not you're not introducing uh toxic chemicals back into the to the water system I mean, there's just a lot of things that you guys are doing that are leading the industry have you ever thought about sharing that knowledge sean i believe that there are plenty of people that are consulting out there it's all about the uh market consumers education going to solve all of these problems today a lot of people jumping in this business knowing that i can grow if i can grow it i can sell it i believe it's a wrong idea 
but customer education and you guys like yourself that are continuing to educate the customer on the quality, on the differences, on the varietals, not just the potency, because the average consumer comes in into the store, they know two numbers, price and the potency. How much THC is it? Uh, it's just the same thing as me coming into the store and give me, give me the strongest vodka. I don't want to drink nothing else. Nobody would ever sell nothing more but Everclear. You know what I mean? I mean, right. where's the variety? Where's the understanding? And this is what me and you have to continue to do because when the consumer finally wakes up and understands that the flower with a 17% THC by volume can give an impact unprecedented to no flowers that are pushing 30 because of the bouquet and the combination and the terpenoid content and the effect and the beauty and the environment in which you would consume such a flower will absolutely change your attitude at that moment consumer will start demanding quality and the manufacturer will respond by providing quality for as long as manufacturer simply thinks about price and potency we're going to continue to have a mediocre product for guys like us, it's easier to stand out because we spend not twice as much effort. We spend more effort in being proactive to prevent diseases and problems from happening so we don't have to use chemicals. All of our nutrients are plant-derived with some of the fish scale. And uh, quite frankly, this is not a rocket science sean if it would be rocket science we wouldn't be able to do it we're just average guys that are looking for quality because we're consumers and we got together to figure out how to grow the best we know how to a lot of people will disagree they prefer something that is cheap potent and they truly don't care what's inside of that plant like they don't care what's inside of the produce that they buying in the store it's always going to be a consumer like that but more guys like yourself continue to do the education for which we're very grateful the more and more customer will come to the same conclusions we did if i'm consuming something for myself if i put something in my body i want it to be of the predictable and understood quality this is what i want and i'm sure there was a lot of people that share in that thought with me tremendous points you've made serge i appreciate that and, and i and if, if people are listening uh, cultivators and understanding if they're they're walking that line between just trying to put out as much product as they can, uh, they're not necessarily building a brand. I love what you said about varietals and and the the consumer. Once the consumer gets educated, they'll start asking back because right now we're seeing that on on the medicinal side. If you needed to act the exact same way every single time, it's paramount, especially if you're suffering from MS or something like that, and you cannot have toxins. It can yeah. actually be fatal to you. So. Um, I love what you said. I think I, I agree with that. It's a long been a, um, a source of just awareness uh, in Colorado that people are, are, you know, the testing has to do more with yields and things like that versus, you know, impotency versus cleanliness and, 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 and you know, reduced toxicity in the bud. So, but I believe that's where we are going. And, and I think, and I applaud you guys for being ahead of the curve on that. Thank you, Sean. From your mouth to God's ears, we all like to have an educated consumer. We're working very diligently on a new delivery delivery mechanisms where you will be able, we believe, inside of the next three to four months, hopefully this year, to have a full THC effect uh, without uh, um, from the edible product without waiting 45 minutes for the results or even 15 minutes for the results. Clean, controlled, environmentally friendly. Um, we are actually in application of the patent for such a product. It's going to come out under the name Honest Strips. So hopefully when the product is out, I mean, you can connect and explain a little bit more to your customers. But this is a revolution, man, something really new.
Absolutely, Serge. I'm happy to have you on the show. Really appreciate your time today. Congratulations on all your success. Thank you for jumping into this industry. There are a lot of smart people flooding in, and we're glad to have you. Thank you for everything you do for organic marijuana and for environmentally uh, friendly cultivation. Thanks. Thanks, and the same to you. Thank you for spreading the word, Sean. I really appreciate that. Absolutely. And thank you all for joining us on this edition of Blunt Business. You can download episodes of our program by going to CannabisRadio.com, BluntBusinessRadio.com, or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and now iHeartRadio. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next week. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.